Hey, it's Dave from CheapWineFinder.com again, uh, coming with another wine review that we just featured on the CheapWineFinder.com website um, because we're keeping busy in a lockdown. And of course, we were doing this beforehand, so I guess we were locked down already, more or less. And what we have today is a wine from Australia, but not the usual. It's a Shiraz, but not the usual wine. And what do we have here? Let me grab the bottle so I can read off the label. And it's the Ulumba Y-Series Shiraz VNA 2017 from South Australia. And, you know, I think everybody probably has experienced a Shiraz at some point. It's the same wine as Syrah. You know, the grape from the Rhone Valley in Washington State does Syrah. You get some out of California. It used to be bigger. It's not so much anymore. And uh, this is a little bit different because the VNA, it's 95% uh, Shiraz and 5% VNA. And VNA is a white grape that you get from the Languedoc uh, region of uh, France. It's a white grape. It's usually known for its bright acidity and its great nose. Um, in blends, you see it all, you see it a lot of times, you know, um, not so much for its flavors, though that does help. But if a blend doesn't have a great nose, you add this to it, and boom, all of a sudden you got a wine with a great nose. Now, a white wine mixed with a red wine, especially a red wine that is as, um, you know, as bold as Australian Shiraz can be, you're not going to get much in the way of flavor from the VNA. But uh, I remember a few years ago, I was talking to a winemaker from Australia, and I asked her, you know, why bother? You know, why put 5% of VNA in there? You can't taste it. And she says, because it puts a shine on the wine. I mean, there's nothing else you can do that will do that to it. It makes it bright and shiny and, you know, it just, you know, just gives it a little glow. It's not dark and brooding anymore. So that's why it's there. Um, and so here we go. The uh, Ulumba has been around, family owned since 1849 which, uh, what's that, 171 years or something like that? Um, and it's like on the fifth generation. I mean, that's what their website said. They must have a lot of longevity in that family. And they do everything. They're, they're in the Barossa Valley region. This is just South uh, Australia. It could be anywhere in South Australia. Um, it's, I think I found it for an $8.99 or $10. Bucks. It's a really affordable wine. And Ulumba does everything. They have their own cooperage, which means they make their own barrels. So they can they they purchase the oak and they make their barrels and they 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 manage the vineyards and then they make the wine and they bottle the wine. I mean, it's everything from start to finish. And uh, I think with this wine, it's not oaked, even though they have a cooperage. No, no oak, which is a little bit different because most of the time you have Chardonnay, uh, not Chardonnay, Shiraz. You are used to some decent oak in there. Um, you're getting chocolate and all, all these flavors in there, vanillas, because Shiraz can be a fairly bold and juicy wine and it can stand some oak flavoring and it kind of profits from it. But here, this is a unoaked Shiraz that has a white wine poured in it. So it's going to be a very different take on what Australian Shiraz is. And it's kind of funny because it's okay. It's, this is a spicy wine. There's all sorts of spice in here. You're still getting the other ripe uh, blackberry and sometimes a little bit of blueberry and plums and that type of stuff. 
but you're getting a lot of spice and which with a bolder one gets kind of blended here, blended in. And with this one, I'm going to take a sip. It kind of, the spice kind of stands out by itself. So it's interesting, but it might be a little challenging. If you're a new wine drinker, you, you know, well, try it. Try out the, try out the challenging ones off the bat. You, that'll help you in the long run, but hold on. Yeah, but it's got um, spice. It's lean. It kind of reminds me of a French wine. You know, it's got it shows a structure. It's got it's lean. It's it's not it's not super juicy though. It has juicy flavors in it. This is kind of for an inexpensive under ten dollar Australian wine from um you know Yolamba's been like I said around forever, and you know they're um they're they're legitimately good winery, and this is a interesting wine it punches above its weight as they say because it's it's lean it's got good flavors it's got challenging flavors it's got spice it's like a little bit of um the other side of a shiraz with the the oaked and the juicy one this is more halfway to france which is kind of a cool thing when you're talking about an under ten dollar australian shiraz because you're getting an interesting wine it's not you're not getting what you expect and, and that's kind of fun um you know trying to get something to challenge you a little bit uh, as as this opens up the, the 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 spice kind of blends into the wine so this is not a pop the top and drink wine because you'll you just the spice will be to be too rough and it has a little bit of tannins in it so again french wine show their tannins it's kind of rare to get an american wine that really has tannins that taste or you get a little brush on the back of your throat or on your tongue you know, usually it's well integrated. But here, you got a little bit of tannins. I'm going to take another sip because, you know, I, that's what I do. It's still juicy. It's got that grape ripe blackberry, and it's got a little bit of blueberry, and that's really appealing. And then it's got the spice, and it's got, you know, some of the little bit of a tougher flavors. It's like uh, orange zest and you know, it's got black pepper, but it's, you know, it's a lot of black pepper. It's in there, but it, it smooths out at first. At first, it catches your tongue off guard. Then after a while, it kind of smooths itself out. So there you go. This is a interesting little, I always call them a little because they're under 10 bucks. They're not that little. I mean, this is a good wine from a good winery. And it just happens to be uh, $8.99. And another thing, this is the 2017 Vintage. Um, according to their webpage, the 2018's out and the 2019's out. This is an unoaked wine. It doesn't need a lot of aging. Probably a 2017. It, this is probably the last year you should really you, you should buy the 2017. I mean, you can we're, we're early in April, so you can all year round. But next year, you if you have a choice between 2017 and 2018, 2019, you pick the newer ones because these are the wines that are supposed to be bright and alive and juicy. And so when they get a little older, they, they kind of lose their, uh, their shine, but this is a wine that's made to be shiny and bright. So it's not going to lose it as quickly, but still these drink it now wines, the sooner, the better for the most part, but right now it's got a little bit of bottle age, doesn't really need it, but it has it. So it's, um, you know, it's not a bad thing, but, but sometimes with drinking now wines, the newer is the better. I'm going to take another sip because it's, it's an interesting wine. I keep on trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's kind of as it goes on, 
the spice kind of melds back into the fruit uh, and that blackberry and blueberry melt uh, up front and kind of blends together. Yeah, it's kind of nice, you know, and so there we go. It's a good wine, a Lumba Y series, Shiraz VNA 2017. You know, I was was thinking about predicament we're in right now because, you know, everybody's on lockdown and, you know, there's people being sick and everything. And it's like, you know, I I remember as a kid talking to people who, you know, who had lived through the Depression and people who lived during World War II either had to fight or was around with rations. They all had stories to tell. It's like, you know, what did you do? And, you know, what, what happened then? And, you know, then they all had great stories to tell. And I'm thinking, we don't have any stories to tell. You know, it's like, what'd you do? Well, I watched Netflix or, you know, I tried to go for a walk with a scarf around my head and people were too many people out there. So I had to keep on going down alleys. And so it wasn't that much fun. And what else you do? Uh, I didn't talk to anybody or do anything except on the phone. And, and since none of us did anything, we had nothing to talk about anymore. You know, so it's like, ah, this is like the world's most boring dilemma or crisis ever. Usually that's, you know, you know, there's, you're not going to get a special on, uh, on PBS sometime about how we all survived it. It was just like how we got not to be too boring. But hopefully it is boring for you because if someone's sick, you know, or you have something, then it's no longer boring and it's all too real. And so let's um, drink up to everybody's health. And to the next time, we'll we'll have something coming at you again. Uh, I had to go out and buy wine. I made a run. You don't like going to the stores anymore because that's where you get sick. But I made a run and we're, we're stocked up. So we'll have some more to go as we go along. And And there you go, everybody. Uh, Keep it cheap, and I'll talk to you all later.